It's such an interesting day today. We should be celebrating and saying Eid Mubarak. And then apparently, and my understanding is going to have to be clarified by the imam, apparently the moon was not there last night, and so we'll be celebrating it tomorrow. On the line with us, we have the Imam Omar, who is the imam of the Northcliffe Mosque. Um, Imam Omar, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm absolutely brilliant. And first of all, I think before we even get um, to Eid Mubarak, how do we... How do we look at it? How do we get to it? How how do we decide, decide okay, we're having it today or we're going to have to have it tomorrow? <laughs> yes, that's uh, something, uh, you know, we as Muslims, we understand it because this is uh, the manner of calculating uh, the months in Islam, you know. Yes. That is uh, uh, the, the, manner, the, the manner of calculating the months. It is... Uh, uh, by sighting of the moon, you know, okay. the new moon. So uh, every month, we have 12 months in the lunar calendar also, and uh, it's approximately 355 days. So each month is calculated according to uh, uh, to sighting. Yes, scientifically, a person uh, can, uh, it is calculated, uh, you can calculate the scientific calculation of the lunar months yeah. from now till forever, you know, like how we calculate the solar uh, the months, you know. January, February, that, that works with the solar system. So in the similar manner, the lunar months also can, can be calculated. But then actually it is either sometimes 29 or 30. Right? Ah, yes. With okay. you can see the moon uh, either on the 29th. Uh, either you see it in the, uh, when, when it is old enough after its birth. If it's born and it's old enough, then a person can see the moon uh, uh, after some time. You know, it's, it's very, uh, the crescent is very lightly visible on the western horizon but at times uh, due to sometimes it's cloudiness or due to uh, sometimes the age or the setting or the angle it becomes difficult or the haze in the sky it becomes difficult to sight so in that manner uh, the moon is not sighted and then you have uh, it works uh, works uh, country-wise or it works uh, works out uh, like you know south africa or the southern african countries or you would have the each country sighting its own moon. So, you know, each uh, locality or each location sighting. So today, in some of the countries, uh, it is the day of Eid already. They have yes, sighted the moon. Yes, because they've sighted the moon. Some of the, the countries moon. haven't sighted the moon. So we will continue fasting one more day, and then after the 30th, because you don't have more than 30 uh, lunar days. Uh, so you have uh, 29 or 30 after the 30th, then it is the next month already automatically starts. So, Imam, just to clarify then, so people are, Muslims have been uh, fasting from daybreak to dusk as part of Ramadan. And Eid is the day of celebration, which marks the end of that holy month. Yes, and yes. we have to look for the moon. But if the moon is cloudy for, say, last night and potentially tonight, you're not going to just wait and wait and wait until you see the crescent moon. You actually are going to put a timeline or a deadline to it. Yes, that is a set uh, calculation already. Yeah. So that is either 29 or 30. After 30, you don't carry on waiting to see the moon. I know. So in those countries where it is cloudy permanently, you know, where you don't see any sun, for days on any doesn't mean they're going to carry on fasting forever. I know. I just suddenly thought that that could just be like really something so difficult. So okay. So tomorrow is going to be Eid Mubarak, yes. and what are people going to do? Um, there's going to be huge celebration, but it's a very different time. We're 
I mean, we're in coronavirus, we're in a pandemic. It, it seems quite somber, actually. And how does one celebrate when you're on lockdown? You know, when uh, after after doing any action or after a person making any effort. So the effort that a person made was fasting for the pleasure of Allah, for the pleasure of God yes. for a month, you know, yeah. staying away abstinence from food during the day. And uh, this was uh, obedience to a commandment, yeah. you know. So after a person does some effort and makes an, uh, uh, you know, places some effort in, then uh, w- whatever reward a person gets, a person is happy with that reward. So, whether it is, yes, everybody would love to congregate, uh, I mean, uh, you know, celebrate this day yes. with their family members, etc., how it is usually done. But uh, in this instance, yes, there is still happiness. The happiness is there from the side of, of, of the Creator, from the side of God, that we have been obedient to God during the month of Ramadan, we have fasted during yeah. the day, etc. And now the day has came that the permission is there to eat. So the happiness is there. You see the happiness within yourselves. And each person that fasted, you get the, the, the happiness comes within within oneself. Yes, then the happiness of the family and that that will be, you know, a person can call, but together joining families, etc., meeting uh, that uh, sadly that uh, we will not be able to fulfill and do. You know, Imam, you 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 you're touching on so many different things, and I think that the 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 depth of change and shift that one has to deal with with regards to something like this pandemic. And we've certainly seen it within the world of religion where we can't see large groups um, communing together in ways that they may historically have done. Have, have you felt that you've had to really readdress this for yourself as an imam? Yes, uh, in a way that uh, we will not meet with family and we will not, uh, you know, where we, we cannot uh, congregate, etc. Yeah. So we look, at, we look at it in different avenues where we find the happiness of, of, of family or the closeness within ourselves in smaller, in our, within our homes rather, within our children, within our families, etc. And, uh, you know, you accept it as the, the will of the Creator and you accept it from the side of... Uh, uh, you, you accept it as a sacrifice from ourselves, you know, yeah. and a sacrifice for the Creator. Yeah. I want to wish you all the best and uh, a wonderful Eid Mubarak tomorrow, Imam Omar. Um, I also hope that uh, your congregation and your, your, your all Muslims who are celebrating it tomorrow have a most joyous day, whether they are celebrating with their families or without their families, but that uh, they are able to celebrate in a way and to recognize who they are and, and what their religion means to them. So may I wish you a very good Eid Mubarak. Yes, I would just like to end off with this uh, few words, you know, that uh, it is a couplet echoing this, the sentiments that uh, my Eid is continuous. Hmm. Whereas the Eid of other people comes for a single day and goes. And my heart is turned away from all the destructive pleasures of the world. I have two friends that are irreplaceable. That is in connecting me to my Creator. My endless yearning to meet my Creator and eyes which flows with tears. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Imam Omar, the Imam of the Northcliffe Mosque here in Johannesburg. And uh, as we understand, the crescent moon was not seen last night and therefore Eid Mubarak will shift to Monday. And we wish all our Muslim listeners a very, very joyous one as well.